the Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty podcast. Thousands are taking to the street in a climate strike. My daughter called me from Montreal and said there's a huge one going on there. They're expecting three to 400,000 people. Greta Thunberg is also going to be there. Yeah, she's the 16-year-old Swedish girl who's kind of been the center of this recent climate action. And this global climate strike is going to come to Godrich today. And there's going to be picketers there, of course. There's going to be people with their signs. And we figured, hey, if you want to have a sign there, we want to give you a couple ideas for things you can write on these signs to really drive home just how terrifying climate change really is. For example, if water levels levels keep rising, Wingham will be the only habitable town. Terrifying. Imagine the smell of chicken barns on even hotter days. Ooh, that hits home. That is scary. Rising temperatures means it'll cost more to refrigerate your cowbell beer. Hydro prices already high enough, right? That one just hurts. We don't want to have to save the Kingsbridge Church again. Oh, again? If it's too hot, how will we complain about the wind turbines? Right, or Hollett Lake just doesn't have as good of a sound as Hollett Marsh. Today is the most popular day to give birth, September 26th. You probably know somebody with a birthday. I was going to check Facebook and see how many notifications came up as a result of couples doing it on On Boxing Day. Boxing Day. Yeah. Because it's a holiday, I guess. See, my first thought was New Year's Eve. You're at a party, you end up back home, a bit frisky, celebrating the New Year. Yeah, you're bringing in the New Year. Christmas night, all the kids are asleep. It's just you and the wife, you and the husband. Wrapping presents. Things get a little out of hand. You end up wrapping other things as well, or maybe not wrapping other things, which results in a child. My first thoughts was like, oh man, by the time Boxing Day rolls around, I'm exhausted. Three Christmases later. Well, apparently not, because you have a (laughs) child who was born 17 years ago. So apparently. Yeah, 17 years ago, a couple I, days I didn't ago. feel the same, but I could see people getting all excited about saving $300 on a dryer, and, and that could lead to things later oh, on. Oh, sweetie, look at this Leon's catalog. The You're, dryers are $200 off. Yeah. Are you in the mood like me? That's that's probably what's going on. Then you have to explain that to your kids. It's like, <laughs> son, the blenders were two for one that year, and that's why we had you. That's why you were born. That's how you were conceived. Good night, son. Coffee is definitely one of those beverages, unlike wine and other spirits, that just doesn't age well. 20 minutes after you make it, it's gross. My French press here is already starting to taste bad. You'll get a cup of Tim Hortons that you can't finish, and you'll put it in the fridge in the back here. Well, I figure if it's refrigerated... No! Yeah, no. No, have you ever, like, even tried to take a sip of a coffee you left in the car overnight in the winter? It's nasty. It is. It just does not age well. Makes your breath smell bad. Or does it? Someone tried aging in wooden barrels. After 10 years, tasted actually sweet, and it almost became like a syrup in selling it at a coffee shop now. But isn't that how rat poison tastes to rats? Maybe. Like they love the rat poison because it tastes so good. Like, mmm, this is so good. Who? What human would leave all this good food out and then they die 10 minutes later? Truth. Insane price tag, though. $914 a cup. Whoa. A cu- one cup. That's steep. One cup? That is steep. Jeez, that's like drinking uh, coffee at Starbucks. I know. Yeah, man. That's crazy. I'll just stick with my not-aged, terrible Tim Hortons coffee. Well, I mean, mm. 20 years, though, that's about as long as it feels in the coffee drive-thru. Yeah, seriously. So. Yeah, why are you ordering a sandwich through the drive-thru, buddy? Go inside! Yeah. Order your sandwich inside! Good Lord. And it, people always say, I was in the drive-thru for 15 minutes. It was You were in the drive-thru for yeah. two minutes. It was 20 seconds. It felt like 15 minutes. Fun fact, time actually slows down when you're in the drive-thru. It's an astrophysical weird anomaly, but 
Yeah, 20 seconds in the drive-thru is 20 years. So you have aged coffee by the time you get there. OPP stopped a guy who was rolling through a drive-thru in Goderich. Dude was high. There's a lot of telltale signs. They trained Tim Horton's staff to ID people who might be impaired by alcohol, impaired by drugs. Like when he asked for a 2-4 of Timbits. Yeah, they sell them in 20 packs. Yeah, he asked for the 20 packs. Asked for the 2-4. If somebody says, this Tim Horton's coffee doesn't need cream or sugar, it's fine on its own. That person is clearly high. Gotta be impaired. Or they ordered a raisin tea biscuit and asked for extra raisins. Extra raisins? You're high. Are you mad? Or maybe they go through the drive-thru and order a Beyond Meat hamburger. <laughs> high. He couldn't figure out the new lids. Yeah, I'm having some trouble with that, but to be fair, I'm high all the time. You hear about those inventors who regret their inventions. I think Albert Einstein, didn't he regret the atomic bomb? Yeah, the guy who invented the double dash on websites, he regrets putting that in there originally. The descendants of the Wright brothers who made the airplane. Yeah. They said they were sad that it became an instrument of war. A lot of inventors have a great idea. Regret it later. Like the guy who invented the Keurig cups. After seeing landfills just filled with these cups, he said, I regret even inventing the thing. Like Wally Conron who invented the Labradoodle. He bred a Labrador <laughs> with a poodle, and he says it's his life's biggest regret? Yeah, he regrets ever doing it. Someone came to him. Husband was allergic to long-haired dogs, and he thought he came up with the perfect crossbreed of a Labrador and a poodle. Turns out, I guess they're kind of crazy. He says it's a Frankenstein's monster. <laughs> monster. <laughs> With major health problems. And he says, I opened a Pandora's box. I released a Frankenstein. Yeah. Pandora's box. That's what he's saying about the Labradoodle. I've met a few. I, I don't think they're that bad, are they? I remember my first encounter with a Labradoodle. It kept humping me. It wouldn't stop. This dog was <laughs> unrelenting. Oh, no. I was, I was in, other, otherwise, it was kind of friendly. Yeah. But that was my first experience is like they're hump crazy dogs. Now, a lot of them have hereditary problems and stuff. I guess you just never know. Like we're kind of responsible for creating all of the dogs. Most really. of the dogs. Yeah. 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 The majority of dogs. That's, there, that's on us. There's some weird crossbreeds. Some, some things you just don't want to mess with. My girlfriend's dad just got chickens. They're dinosaurs, dude. They got the weird feet and they eat yeah. everything. They're like nuts. Like I couldn't imagine like breeding like a chicken with like what's another terrifying animal? Like a snake like or a, something. Like a chicken and a snake would be messed up. I think we already have this animal. It's called a Canada goose. Kind of a cobra chicken, isn't it? That's one of my biggest regrets. That's my biggest regret is Canada geese. Jagmeet and Justin. They talked on the phone. Yeah, NDP leader Jagmeet Singh, Liberal leader Justin Trudeau, they had a chat about the brown face incident where the photo went around. I'm sure you saw it. No word on how the conversation went, but we do know they talked about the brown face. But I love imagining Jagmeet's like, hello, Justin Trudeau? Uh, yeah, yeah, this is Justin. Hey, can, hey, hey, Jag me. Can I call you Jag? Please don't call me Jag. Okay. J Justin, uh, what was up with the brown face? Uh, what were you thinking? Uh, Jag, really embarrassing for me. It, I, I don't know why I did it. I had this costume and I did it once. A few people gave me laughs and uh, it's pure laziness. I just kept putting on the same damn costume. I, I, I mean, stupid. Justin, the, the makeup was so dark. Have you even seen Aladdin? Justin? Justin, have you seen no, Aladdin? No. It's one of the best Disney pieces out there. You should watch it. They never translated it to French. Oh, you know what? Fair enough, uh, Justin. Fair enough. So I just wanted to call and say, say sorry, Jag. 
You know Sorry, what? Jag. On behalf of all brown people, Justin, I, Jagmeet Singh, forgive you. Please stop calling me Jag, by the way. Thanks, it's brother. It's really inappropriate. And scene. That's how yeah. we imagine the phone call went. Yeah. <laughs> Just two it's, modern bros. Sounded pretty accurate. Hashing it out. Yeah. So you were at a party Friday night? Friday night, birthday party. And beer. I bought a bunch of beer. I thought I could handle the beer, and I could. I drank all the beer. Telling you how much it was, and you're like, that's a um, lot of beer. Of course you had a hangover. And you said it's your first hangover you've ever had. It was my had. first hangover, and I didn't even know. I was explaining to Trish's mom. I was like, yeah, I woke up with a headache and the, had the spins when I went to bed. She's like, yeah, dude, you um, you woke up with a hangover. It's my first hangover. Yeah, well, congratulations. <laughs> Is this something to be proud of? I don't know. Surprise, though, you're a third. 34. Went to college. You were in a band. And this has never happened to you before? Lived in Huron County for seven years. <laughs> you yeah. lived in... No kidding. This, this blows my Gone mind. Gone to every Summerfest in downtown Goddard and drank what my that? face off and never got hung over. Bizarre. I do not recommend them, by the way. <laughs> got to make sure if you're having a work lunch, there's gluten-free options. There's dairy-free options, vegetarian, vegan options. We got yeah. a vegan here in our studios. Not going to say what his name is, but it rhymes with Jike Bruff. Yeah, fully vegan now. And good for him. That's not a criticism. But I don't know if this counts as discrimination. Japan Airlines is doing something very unique, selling their tickets for their airlines. I like this idea. Does that mean I like discrimination? I actually think it's quite smart. Japan Airlines has a baby map now. It lets you avoid crying kids because when you go onto the site to order your ticket, there's a little baby icon if a child between um, eight days and two years old. You it, can find out where yeah. those kids are sitting on the plane and you can get your ticket on the other side of the plane. Why is this discrimination? Some people are like, well, they're kids. I mean, they're people. They're people too. There's and not a little adult logo saying where the adults are. It's not discrimination. Discrimination would be charging the baby more or charging everybody else more. If you're not a baby. I can see someone like you. You don't have kids. You chose not to have kids. Yeah, I want to stay as far away from babies as possible. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, w I would use this map. I've had three kids. And I must say, I'm past the baby stage. And when you're in that stage and your baby cries and your kids are being loud, it's not near as annoying to you as it is for the people around you. Kind of like if someone's playing accordion, it's not annoying to them for some reason, but everyone else hates it. I thought accordion players were annoyed by it. I thought it was just the self-hate that kept them motivated. Well, maybe, whatever the case. But uh, where do we draw the line? I mean, babies I understand, but it's a slippery slope, Matthew. You have a son who's a hipster. Should he be identified on an airplane, on a map? Or, or yeah, like mouth breathers, droolers... Like people like that. I, I, want, I think we should label everyone on the plane. It's the hipsters that worry me, Matthew. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you, I don't want to sit next to somebody who's stitching their own wristband. I don't want fleas jumping out of their beards. Yeah, I don't want to catch those fleas. Yeah. Yeah, bed bugs are a serious problem. <laughs> All I'm saying is just be careful. Is that why you avoid Bayfield? Pretty much. Pretty much. Want wow. to avoid the bed bugs and the VWs. Now, see, that's just discrimination. It's going to be no avoiding the VWs this weekend, though. It's Volkfest. No. Sunday is Volkfest. Make sure you're in Bayfield for Volkfest this Sunday. It's going to be a good time. Lots of cool <laughs> classic Volkswagens, including Matt's sons. Yeah. Volkswagen camper van, which looks fancy. He's going to be there. It's fancy. And there's no bed bugs. I'm joking. We brought it up on the show a couple times. Matt and I are a bit of gym bros. Yeah. I we, guess you could call it that. We, we, we lift. We get the gains. 
We yeet at the gym. I don't know what the kids are saying now. We try. We try our best, but apparently we're doing it wrong. I've been drinking water this whole time. They have a fountain there. I thought that was healthy for me. Apparently not. Apparently water is not the most hydrating drink that's out there. I thought it was the only hydrating drink out there. Well, that's what I thought. But a study found that actually milk was more hydrating than water. How? Other drinks like milk, they have sugar, proteins, fats. Here's how it works. Those little extra bonuses that are in there slows the emptying of fluid from the stomach and it allows your hydration to happen over a longer period of time. So you stay hydrated longer with water only ranked 10 out of 13 beverages for this. Nine things above water that were more hydrating? What's number one? Skim milk. Might be seeing skim milk at the gym. People spilling milk all over. You and I go to the gym, people cool and down, just pouring a liter of skim milk all over your head. Oh, yeah. Full fat milk, then orange juice and cola. Orange juice? It's got... Who, who did this study? Coca-Cola? You would think this study is complete nonsense. I heard Coke is better for me. I'm going to start drinking Coke. You instead. know what? Just go buy a cheesecake from the store. That'll hydrate you fully. It's got a lot of good sugar and full dairy. Or just drink extra water. Yeah, just more often. Just drink yeah. more of the water. Yeah. It's free. They have a water fountain at the Y. It's awesome. I you know. put your bottle under it, it's the best. But I do want to see some gym bros with a big jug of chocolate milk just pouring it all over their head <laughs> after a workout. <laughs> I got a new phone over the weekend. You got a fancy pants new phone. You got the iPhone 11. I know. Well, I, I you're went, like a Kardashian. I see. I don't follow all this stuff and like all the new phone that came out and stuff. But I bought this phone because it looks like I thought there was a razor that came with it, but it actually turns out it's the camera. Shame on you. you I thought I could get a shave it looks out like of it. One of those, but I didn't know that Gillette electric razors it on does. the back. Totally. But <laughs> you went in all mad because for the last month, two months. You've been complaining about how Bell Mobility has been ripping you off. And the second I can get out of my contract with Bell, I'm going to do it. No more money for you, Bell. Okay. And then they roped you into another contract because they're like, we'll give you a fancy pants phone, but you got to stick with us for another two years. And you're like, okay. Okay, I guess so. Uh, I'll do whatever you want, Bell. Just give me the phone. Well, and they make it so hard to understand what you're signing up for that you eventually just like uh, give in and you just, shut oh, down. That's, that's good enough. I want to You're get in the home. fetal position at the store, <laughs> rocking back and forth. Like, just give me the phone and I'll go. Next thing you know, they own you for two years. They own you. But this is why I'm glad this is becoming an election issue because clearly in Canada, we're being overcharged for yeah. phone services. There's one candidate saying they're going to drop cell phone bills by 25% if they get elected. That's a nice little election promise. But I think they need to maybe make a promise to start training older people when they buy phones so that they know how to turn the phone off. You were asking me this morning, you're like, I I can't figure out how to shut this thing off. It's too fancy. And then you, of course, told me, well, just ask your phone. Just ask the phone. And I did. And she told me, Siri told me exactly how to turn it off. Because I was terrified yesterday. I was in the theater in Stratford. At the theater. And they make a huge deal now about the phones, right? They have people that walk up the aisles with a big sign that says no phones like they do this before and then even the start of the show I saw a little shop of horrors and one of the characters actually came out and threw a phone in the garbage right on stage so they're they're really drilling that home get your phones away and And so I was just terrified it would go off and you had your brand new cell phone and you didn't know how to turn it on do not disturb well I think I knew to turn the to make it silent but I just didn't know how to turn it right off, which is what you're supposed to do in the theater. Yeah, I was terrified it would go off, but it didn't. Well, I was actually ready with my uh, coat 
to smother it in case it did go off. Because I oh, it's such an old person <laughs> I solution. I know. That's such an old man solution. I don't know how to work it, so I'll just stifle it. Yeah, I know. I'll throw it at the wall. It doesn't have the home button or the the, the off button that my other phone had. So I did you not explore what phone options there were to see which one you're most comfortable? I with? I just got it Saturday. I haven't had much time with it. <laughs> Got to watch a couple of YouTube videos. Yeah. It's what the kids do. Uh, we'll figure it out. You turn the flashlight on this morning. And I couldn't get it off. You couldn't shut it off. But I, I guess you had to hold your finger on it longer, which you figured out. I was like, give it to me. Give it to me. Yeah, that's such a young person thing to do. <laughs> Just grab it. They don't even ask. You could have broke it. You remind me of my dad. My yeah. dad will get a new iPhone and be like, look at this new phone. Isn't it great? Please show me how to use it, son. Buddy, I need your help. More or less. Yeah. More or less. I'll help you figure it out. There's a lot of cool, it does a lot of cool things. Mm -hmm. Some crazy World War II enthusiast just bought Hitler's wife's panties for $5,000. That's hot. With no proof that they were even her panties. Doesn't matter. It's just the idea. It made us think we could put up an auction page and just pretend that we have things from some of our leaders. For 2000 bucks, you can buy the body tape that conservative leader Andrew Scheer uses to make his face look more human. Oh. Those dimples are natural. They're taped there. Or uh, for 5000 you can buy a plastic bottle with a straw that Elizabeth May used on the campaign trail. Green Party leader Elizabeth May Scandal. used a plastic water bottle. She was really thirsty. You know what else is thirsty? The icebergs that are melting. The shoe polish. Liberal leader Justin Trudeau used to transform himself into Aladdin. That's going for $10,000. You can still buy that shoe polish? There's at least three bottles. Maybe more. Can we cap it at five? Let's just cap it Let's at five. Let's cap it at five. We were at the candidates' debate last night. It was a good debate. They told you at the beginning of the debate, shut your phones off. You, you think that everyone hears that. And then midway through the debate, we hear, of course... <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, everyone, everyone has to looks stare. Over. And in a very passive-aggressive, very Canadian way, just doesn't say anything, but people shake their heads. I've never made a mistake in my life. <laughs> and okay, you give him the one time. Okay, it's okay. like one time you forgot, so, or maybe you weren't paying attention. Okay. You right. assume that he went to his phone at that point and shut it off, but no. But then the second ringtone was different than the first one. It was like an aggressive rap song. Yeah. It was like, it, it like, it was like came on. It's like a, an old Run DMC song. Are you kidding me? Like, you still haven't turned that thing off yet? <laughs> and then Tony McQuill started rapping along. We need more green energy. Why don't you vote for me? Oh, nothing you know, worse than no. hearing <laughs> an old dad rap. Uh, oh, man. Uh, you tried, though. I just did that on the fly. That was pretty good. That was on the fly. Yeah. You're quite the guy. That wasn't funny. That was pretty sly. Turn off your phone. Please. Lots of campaign promises I can't even keep up, but now they're starting to throw each other under the campaign bus a bit. Liberal leader Justin Trudeau, he made sure to drop Doug Ford's name a bunch of times comparing him to conservative leader Andrew Scheer. Say, hey, you like Doug Ford's cuts? Well, Andrew Scheer's going to do that on the federal level. Oh! Yeah, he's like just slipping it in there. I promise, Doug Ford, to uh, give you free health care. Doug, Doug Ford. Ford. And get everyone of Doug Ford, a doctor, sneaking it in there. And conservative leader Andrew Scheer, he's like, <laughs> no, uh sugar. 
two can play at that game, darling. <laughs> Andrew Shear was comparing Justin Trudeau to Kathleen Wynne, former Premier and former Premier Dalton McGuinty, saying, hey, you like those big deficits? You like those raised taxes? That's what JT's going to do for you, son. Oh! So they just started going back and forth, like arguing, like, are you cray-cray? You had that girlfriend that bought that whole natural gas plant for a billion bucks and didn't even use it. What a waste. No, uh sugar. You dated that greasy boy who made classroom sizes bigger. Mm-mm. Justin, your girlfriend closed more than 600 schools. Damn, girl. No, yo man said he was going to buy us all buck of beer. Where the hell my buck of beer at? Don't even get me started on my hydro bill and doubling the debt from your girl. Have you ever been to a wedding and you didn't like the food? Oh, yeah. So there's this eco-conscious couple. and <laughs> The way you said that was like eco-conscious couple. Yeah, good to be eco-conscious. Not right. for your wedding. That's all I'm saying. They're looking for a roadkill chef. I've already collected the roadkill, a chef that can come up with some really nice recipes. Where do you keep roadkill? Just in the deep freeze? Yeah, so it's in the freezer. Squirrel, pheasant, rabbit, deer, partridge. They want animals that have already been killed. And that's the wedding food. What's <laughs> going on in Dungan in area? This sounds like an ACW wedding. I've been to some bad weddings, but I don't think I would like this. At that point, do you leave the wedding or do you stay and just avoid the food? I always bring a couple granola bars just in case. Bring some granola bars yeah. made out of something more sustainable. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know, not dead things. A UK man was reunited with his toe. Explain. In the Yukon. Cocktail at the Dawson City Bar there. The sour toe cocktail where they give you a shot of whiskey and a human toe in the glass. You got to put that up to your mouth, drink the whiskey, and the toe has to touch your lips to get on the cocktail sour toe list. There's about 100,000 people who've joined the club. F that. Oh, it's gross, man. Yeah. Would you do it, though, if it was your own toe? No. There was this dude from the UK. He was over doing a dog sled race, lost three of his toes to frostbite, and then he mailed them to the bar. Which apparently you can't do because that's a biological hazard. Yeah, you're not supposed to mail body parts. No. No. But he did anyway. Canada Post frowns upon mailing they, body parts. They didn't catch the body parts. Toes are now in Dawson City. He finally came back yesterday and had the sour toe cocktail. A memory I'll take to my grave. We like to criticize people who do this toe whiskey challenge, and that's fine. But we have equally disgusting things here in Huron County. Just the other day, I saw somebody drinking Bush Light. Freaked me right True out. True enough. So there was this dude, his name's Carson King. He made this big sign and went to college football gang. And it was basically a sign, hey, give me some beer money and with an address leading to a type GoFundMe type like a Like a PayPal or something. Yeah. And lo and behold, people started to go there and give him money, beer money. So he got up to a couple thousand bucks and then he realized, okay, I, I can't take all this for beer money. It's irresponsible of me. Irresponsible of me. Um, I mean, he could have taken it, whatever. But he decided instead to make an announcement that, hey, no, I'm going to give this all to the, the local children's hospital. Take enough for the case of Bush Light. He said, I'll take enough for the Bush Light. Take 46 bucks for the beer. Give the rest to the hospital. So in the meantime, though, this went viral. And he's raised over a million dollars for the local children's hospital. Million bucks? A million bucks. Just, just some dude who started out trying to get some beer money. Well, a million bucks minus the 46 for the beer. And not just that, Bush Light got involved. And, oh, no. <laughs> and they announced that they'd be matching his donation. Holy So at the end moly. of all this, Bush Light might be giving another million something. And 
a year's worth of beer. They're sending this guy. So he's got his beer taken care of now, too. They're chipping in a million bucks, <laughs> and this guy gets a year of beer? And they throw his face on the bush like can. All because he just wanted to get plowed one time. I know. Oh, just, my goodness. Cheap piece of Bristol board and said, hey, I need beer money. Send money. Funny story. I mean, it, it could have went the other way. He could have just kept the money for himself, but he did something good. He was a local hero, you could say. See, this guy begs for beer money, and he's a hero. <laughs> I beg for beer money, and the judge is like, you can't be outside that high school anymore. Yeah, they lock you up seems to be what every couple does now. They find out the gender of the baby they're about to have, and then they have a big reveal party or a reveal video. Have you seen these? Yeah. I saw one where (laughs) a popular one is you can buy a baseball. It's like made out of chalk, and you can't tell if it's blue chalk or pink chalk on the inside, and then wifey throws the ball to the boy, and then boy hits it. Blue powder all over the place. Saw a video where the ball didn't crumble into dust and got hit back into the pregnant woman's belly. Oh, no. Yeah. Open the envelope and reveal what what the gender of the baby is you don't need to make a big to do about it well and then you see those ones that have big explosions and then they next thing you know there's fifty thousand acres on fire yep uh, or the gender reveal lasagna this Seen one that this one involves a zoo <laughs> a couple brought a watermelon filled with colored jelly to the zoo threw it in the mouth of tank the hippo chomps down on the watermelon and all the blue jello starts to goop out of its mouth okay what am i missing here hippos like jello don't they I guess so. Based on the cartoons I've seen? Yeah, but you're not supposed to feed zoo animals. Animal activists. Did they not get the permission from the zoo? No, they oh, just no. snuck in a watermelon and thought it'd be great for all the for the video. Okay, I haven't been to a zoo in a while. Can you sneak in watermelons? Is this a thing you can well, do? They must have. Maybe they pretended that was the pregnant belly or something. <laughs> snuck it in there. I don't know what they did. She's pregnant from the front I, and the back. It looks actually, according to the video, that they brought it in on a stroller. Oh, no. They had their stroller already. Oh, that's sneaky. 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 Don't feed the hippos. No. No. The hippo did look quite happy to be part of it, though. Well, yeah, if somebody fed you a watermelon <laughs> full of blue jello, you'd be happy too. Yeah. Damn, now I want a watermelon full of blue jello. I just have a question about these gender reveals. Like, does the couple going into the gender reveal know what they're having? Is this is this just show for everyone else? It's all very stupid. Or does someone else prepare the watermelon to surprise them? Who knows? I don't know how it works. I didn't even know you could fill a watermelon with jello. I don't know how they even did it. I'm just learning so much today. I always wondered. You know, if I ever get sat on by a camel, how do I get out of that situation? I think Socrates asked that. Finally, we know the answer. There was this Florida couple visiting L.A. Does the crazy stuff just follow Florida people? There was a petting zoo at the truck stop. Don't ask. For some reason. And for some reason, these people ended up in the camel pit. And the camel's like, I'm going to sit on this lady. And he sat on her and she was losing breath, slowly fading. And she decided with her survival instincts to bite the camel's testicles. Strike the camel where it's most vulnerable. And it worked. The camel got up and said, are you crazy? The camel didn't say that. It wasn't a talking camel. Wow. Wait, was it a talking camel? Are you a crazy Florida lady? Why, I certainly am. (laughs) (laughs) And it got me thinking, that's kind of a good way to get out of a lot of situations. I feel like biting nuts. Well, like if you got a hard exam coming up, you'll be in jail, but you won't have to write the exam. Maybe you got a big work presentation coming up. Bite your boss's nuts. Uh, Again, you'll be in jail, but 
you won't have to worry about that presentation. Nah, a nice letter from your mom. Yeah. That you're sick would work better. You know what, kids, if you're listening, write a letter and fake your parents' signature. But if you are under a full-size camel... We give you permission to bite that camel's nuts. You do what you got to do. Well, we were chatting about our experiences with wildlife and how to escape wildlife because there was this woman who got sat on uh, by a camel, a 600-pound camel. She bit its nuts. Bit its, I guess that's how you get out of that situation. Yeah, that's how you get out of a lot of situations. Maybe yeah. there's a bear, you're in the wild, bear sits on you, bite its nuts. You're in, you're in a bad meeting at work, bite your boss's nuts. There's a lot of, biting nuts is a good way to get out of a lot of situations. Not recommended, but... Uh, but uh, true. You were asking... Technically true, which is the best type of truth. You were asking me if I'd ever been pinned down by an animal, and the only thing I could think of was my older brother. He's an animal. He, I, I he know, I've met Mark. Turned out to be a really nice guy, but kind of that preteen age when we were quite a bit younger than him, and he just loved to tease. I think he was bored. He would tease us kids. Yeah, there was nine of you. There was nine of <laughs> us, so he got lots of entertainment teasing us all. So he'd pin us down to the ground. Okay, now, and if, you, if, you're, if your stomach is easily upset, you may want to slightly turn the volume down. It's gross. It's gross. So he would... Uh, he'd hawk a loogie. Hawk a loogie. We'd be like screaming, ah, get out. He'd have your arms pinned down so you could move. And then he would lower the snot. Lower the loogie. Close to our mouth There's and then lo- suck it back up. Some loogie lowering and then yeah. right when it got near your face. Suck it back up. It was, it it was the up. most disgusting thing. Nasty. And I wish I had no. And I think I've even tried this once. Kicking him in the balls. Right. To did get you, him off. Did you try biting him in the balls? I no. Hear, I hear that works. I guess that's what I was missing. I heard from a Florida woman that works pretty well. <laughs> it's crazy. He still lives in Goddard too. You live in Goddard. Yeah. You should just Go over to his work and bite him in the balls. I mean, like, that's for the thing you did when we were kids. That's for all those times. I learned that from a Florida woman. Why, Matthew? Why? (laughs) As he's writhing in agony. Mark's a good guy. Ended up being... uh, He liked to tease. Not the kind of guy whose balls you need to bite. Have you ever tried to fight a ticket that you got from the police? I did. I rolled through a stop sign when I was in college. Yeah. And because I was busy with classes, my dad had to represent me in traffic court. Oh. He's like, my son is A, an idiot, B, a full-time student, and C, jobless. Can you knock it down a couple bucks? Yeah. And the judge was like, yeah. Well, we did this once, too, because uh, my insurance company's been really bad updating the pink slips. Hold on. You're having an issue within your insurance company? I don't believe it. Well, I'm insured, but I keep having to call and say, like, why aren't you sending me the pink slips? Because I just got a ticket. Mr. Hussey, you haven't paid us in seven months. No, I got a ticket because I had the pink slip, but it was outdated. (laughs) I like how you're trying to convince people. You're like, it wasn't my fault. But I I told the cop, well, no, it's still like, like, I'm I'm insured. I figured that was a good case. Check on your computer in your car that I am actually insured. It's not my fault they're not mailing the pink slips out on time. Okay, so... So I figured that would would fall back on the insurance company. I wasn't meaning for you to air your grievances with your insurance company. (laughs) So Buddy over here, where did this happen? Somewhere in the States. He's doing 35 in a 30 zone, 35 miles in a 30 zone. So he says, hey, I probably wasn't speeding. I should fight this in court. It's a $100 ticket. How much did he spend on lawyers? $37,000 fighting this thing. For the principle of it. For a $120 speeding fine and he even like hired a video and electronics expert to prove there must have been something wrong with the police's cameras and just went to town with this $37,000 not even a rich man too because he he regrets spending all the money said that was the inheritance he planned to leave his kids oh damn 
his kids don't get an inheritance because he was stubborn? Yep. 120 bucks is all he had to just pay. Sometimes it's just not worth fighting it. He was just so upset. Yeah, but that's what the system wants you to think. That's how they want you to feel. Yeah. They want you to feel like, I guess I'll just swallow this ticket this time, even though I know I was right. I know. Sometimes it's worth fighting the system. So stubborn. Fight the system. <laughs> I mean, I, I want other people to do that. I, I totally won't do that. I don't have that kind of money. Matt's daughter, who's away at college, she's in art school. Keeping that in mind, this text conversation you had with your daughter, was this yesterday or the day before? Well, and I didn't know if I should take this seriously. So last week we talked about how she had talked to us about how she she met these people and uh, they're they're sort of nudists or something. Said, oh, but don't worry, Dad, they're circus people. And And, I'm like, and we slept outside on the mountain in Montreal. Yeah, don't worry, they're circus people. I mean. That doesn't make it any better. If there's anybody you can trust, it's carnies. (laughs) So then you had this text exchange with her yesterday or the day before. I love her. She's such a free spirit. Apparently, she's met this really interesting group and a bunch of, it's not just her, it's a bunch of friends and stuff. Originally, I'm like, are you joining some kind of cult or something? So I get this text yesterday and yesterday was incredible. I juggled with the circus people all day long. (laughs) Also... I want to quit school and be a clown. As a parent, (laughs) is there any more terrifying phone call? Are you kidding me? You can get from your child than I want to quit college and join the circus. It's like an old cliche from, you know, the early 1900s. Mom and dad, I'm joining the circus. I'm jumping the train and going with the circus. You're going to join the carpenters union and you're going to like it. (laughs) See? Because that's how they talked in the 20s. So I'm like, is is that a job, a clown? I guess it could be. Yeah, we got clowns in here on county. Can't really move back here and do the clowning because, you know, uh, you don't want to take away Snippety's business. Snippety's yes. the, the big clown Got here. Got Snippety the clown. Yeah. But does she want to compete against those stabby city <laughs> clowns? I think so. And maybe she wants to wait until after the release of It Part 2. Maybe. Yeah, give it a year. So, yeah. When people aren't as terrified of clowns. So you were laughing at me. I'm not not joking. I just said to you yesterday, my, my daughter wants to be a clown. Is this something I should support? And, of course, I, I would support it because I'm that parent. I want them to follow their dreams, even if it's clowning, I guess. <sighs> okay, so, so you, you got one kid who whose dream it is to travel the country in his Volkswagen camper van. One wants to be a clown. One wants to drop out of art school to so, be a clown. So I'm hoping the the youngest one will become a lawyer or something. Yeah, you're hoping he'll do something productive. <laughs> <laughs> All our hopes and dreams are on you, son. I, I guess that's what I get for uh, uh, marrying an artist. I'm an artist. Yep. Yeah, starving artists, I guess, give birth to... Starving artists. Other starving artists. I guess that's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> they don't become doctors and lawyers, I guess. Well, you can be a clown doctor. Hold on. Oh, Hold on. I Patch just, Adams. I just Googled it. No, you can't be a clown doctor. Well, there was that Robin Williams movie, Patch Adams. Yeah. It was based on a true story, so maybe you're right. So, so maybe she can be a clown doctor one day. Maybe. Cities all across the world were celebrating the 80th anniversary of Batman. Batman's 80 years old. And what they were doing was projecting the 
bat signal up on big buildings all around the world over the weekend. That's pretty cool. 80 years old, though. I didn't know Batman was that old. Was that the first comic? First comic book of Batman? Yeah. Yeah, since it came out. So I guess people celebrate every year on the third Saturday of September. Now, I learned this weekend Batman is perpetually 41 years old. So he's not that far from being your age. So whenever you see Batman pictured in the movies or in the comic books or in the cartoons, he's... 41 years old is what they're writing for. So he's around your age. Do you feel as strong as Batman? That actually makes me feel pretty cool. That's good, right? Batman's like my age. Because he's kind of older and wiser, but he's still young enough to be able to punch the Joker in the mush. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you've been going to the gym. Yeah, starting to feel a little stronger. You can fight crime. Mm -hmm. You're not the hero we deserve, but you're the hero we need. Oh, thank you. Yeah. And I think with an old Batman, anyways, 80 years old, he could still kick some butt. Yeah. Quickly, Robin, <laughs> fetch me my hot and cold rub. Alfred, <laughs> fetch me my Lipitor. Yeah. My cholesterol's high. Yeah. Who's Batman in your mind? I still think of Michael Keaton, my, believe it or Michael not. Michael Keaton's still Batman. Yeah. Fair enough, man. Oddly enough, the, they want Michael Keaton to voice one of the new animated series that's coming out. Oh, That'd be cool. Damn, son. Yeah. That'd be fantastic. He's kind of old now, too, though. He's up there, too. I think he's getting into his, like, 70s. Yeah. He's, he's getting pretty old. He can still do it, though. He's Birdman now. Although there are some old people I see at the gym who could run circles around me. Absolutely. I'm, I'm hoping I look as good at 80 as Batman does. Pulled my neck eating lasagna this weekend. You always judge me when I buy birthday presents because you always think that I have personal motives. A little bit. Like when uh, I bought the, the kettle for my wife. You bought an electric birth- kettle for your wife. And I really wanted one, too. And you thought that wasn't fair because I used it, too. But she really wanted one, too. It's like when Homer bought Marge a bowling ball because <laughs> he wanted a bowling ball. No, it's a bit different than that. So now I'm starting to second guess the gift I got for my son. I got him something that he always borrows from me. So you got him one of his own. Got him a guitar accessory. Yeah. I can never find these guitar accessories when I go to look for them. And sometimes I show up to a gig and it's like, ah! It's not there. And then I have to drive home. Damn you, Kai. He's borrowed my stuff. He's borrowed your stuff. So I want to get him his own stuff. Is that kind of flattering that like dad has the best stuff so he borrows dad's stuff? That's true. Or is it annoying like when your kids borrow your tools and they don't put them back and it's like, put my stuff back. Oh, that is frustrating too. You go to find a star screwdriver and it's gone. It's gone. And you find out it's at the shop where your son's fixing up his Volkswagen. I hate when that happens. (laughs) Don't you hate when your oldest son buys an 80s-style Volkswagen camper van and just misplaces all the tools when he's fixing it? I hate when that happens. I have sympathy for people that when that happens. Happens to me all the time. He's excited, though. He's going to Volksfest. Volksfest this, this weekend. This Sunday. It's this weekend in Bayfield. Bayfield, that's if a place to be. see a lot of weird Volkswagens driving around, that's why. Yeah. Researchers have discovered ancient ceramic baby bottles that date back 3,200 years. Wouldn't that hurt for the baby to suck on? They're pretty ornate and they're shaped in little animal shapes and everything. So the kids would like it. Found that they were filled with milk and like we do today, feed them animals milk. I sometimes think about like all our early ancestors who were like eating everything and finding out which ones are poisonous and not. Mm -hmm. And I just imagine like that 
early cow's milk discoverer who's like, I don't know why you would have thought like that bull over there looks pretty hot. I want to get a hold of those teats. Bulls don't have teats, fatty. The thing to pin it down, let's milk it. And then well, drink yeah, it. then you got to, you have to be so dedicated to hunting down the big cow. And then you got to like grab some of your buddies to help you and then pin this thing down. And you don't have the technique right for the teats, but you just want it so bad. You have this animal instinct. You want that smoothie. But that first guy started this domino effect where thousands of years later, you and I are drinking cow's milk. We've got whole farms. Just because one guy in Germany somewhere decided to pin a cow down and thousands of years ago go after the tea. And then they made little bottles for their babies and fed them the milk. Genius. That's crazy. Yeah, kids also back then, they had tablets too, just like the kids today. Shame on you. Just a flat piece of rock. For, for that historic joke. With a bison painted on it. I'll give you a like on Facebook for that one. Ha ha ha. It her, her, her. The Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty Podcast.